It certainly has been an interesting week with Governor Waltz coming out with the, um, the executive order saying that churches could be open to 10. 10 is such an arbitrary number. And then our bishops in con- consultation trying to consult with him and not getting any result, saying, well, we will be open to a third. And yesterday our governor, uh, based on the um, proclamation of our president, decided that he would allow us to be open to a quarter or 250, whichever is less. Well, for most of us, most of our parishes, it's going to be uh, easier to do. That doesn't mean, though, that those that are vulnerable must come. In fact, Bishop Lavore has extended the uh, dispensation from Mass, so no one is obligated to come to Mass, especially if, if they are vulnerable or fearful. And we, uh, following the guidelines of the CDC, recommend those that are sick in any way, have any of the symptoms, stay home until they are clear. But for the rest of us to come, if we are able and, and not fearful, to come to socially distance, to try to keep the distance from each other, try not to uh, do too much. Father Stefan and I spoke last night. We are going to move the CRC Mass, which is normally 6 o'clock on Sundays. We're going to move that into the church here so that we can allow more people as well. And there are some other things that we can do to allow uh, a wider number of people still meeting that 250 limit. And so please pay attention to the bulletin or Facebook or your parish emails. But maybe it's because of all this, I, uh, I can't help but say it. The uh, perhaps funniest thing I heard is that with the ascension, what we remember is that Jesus just begins to work at home. There's a truth there. That so often we think that Jesus ascends to heaven and his work is done. He sits on the lazy boy and he he just puts his feet up and that's it. That isn't it at all. He ascends to the Father to complete his mission. And what is his mission? To gather all of creation under his authority so that at the end of time he could submit it to God the Father as an eternal gift. Jesus Christ doesn't abandon the apostles. He doesn't abandon the disciples. He doesn't say, well, you go about your work, I'll go about mine. But rather, he is like a shrewd general who takes a higher position so that he can see how the battle is going, where the troops are, where the weaknesses are, where they need to be strengthened. And then... He sends his commanders in. And that's exactly what Jesus Christ does, his commander of the Holy Spirit, which doesn't command as much as encourage, elicit, propose. The Holy Spirit then guides the disciples, the apostles, in their work. And if we want to know what our work is as disciples, and we are disciples, we have it in today's gospel passage. It's one that should be emblazoned on each of our hearts and minds. 
because it tells us what we are to do. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Oh, certainly not literally for most of us. We're not literally called to baptize. That makes a mess of the uh, records, by the way. Grandmas, don't baptize your grandchildren in the sink, please. But we are called to encourage those that are not baptized to come to faith by living our faith out, by being models of disciples for them. We are called to be disciples who are so filled with that Holy Spirit that we live this life. And maybe that's more than anything why, I know it is for me, why an edict saying only ten is so, was so difficult because they don't fully understand what it means to be Catholic. I think it was Archbishop Hebdon, one of the press releases this week, said, for our Protestant brothers and sisters, where there is no Eucharist, it is easy to stay at home and to watch and to have some communion online. They hear a message, they might hear, hear, hear some songs, sing along with some songs, hear the, hear the scripture readings. But for us Catholics, that isn't possible at all. Oh, we can have some semblance of, of worship on, at home. We, we can worship at home. But for Catholics, worship entails sacrifice. And sacrifice demands a priest. And while you have two priests here, in a way, us priests need the people, too. I could be crass and say we need the people to sacrifice, but, but we do need the people to help us in our sacrifice. And to say only ten, how do we choose? Even one quarter is difficult enough, but it's doable. We can live with that. But as Catholics, we know that our faith is incarnational. It is enfleshed, that is body and soul, and we can't just be soul when we come to worship. We have to put our bodies where Christ is. And yes, as odd as it sounds, even as we celebrate the Feast of the Ascension, as Jesus goes and takes his throne to sit down on that throne and to rule, he is still with us in the Eucharist that his sacramental presence, his real presence, is here with us. And as Catholics, we need that. Whether we receive him in the Eucharist or not, we need to be in his presence. And we can, yes, receive him in a, in a spiritual way, that spiritual communion that we've been talking about these last nine weeks or whatever it's been. I've lost count a long time ago. I'm still convinced this March uh, 380 or something like that at this point. But the Eucharist is what guides us. And just like a good general knows that it's not enough to send his, his soldiers into battle, not enough to arm them with the, the weapons that they need, the tools that they need, but a good general is always going to assure 
the supply line of food. Christ supplies us with his very body and blood so that we can have life, so that we can go about the work that he has called us to do, to baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit as the body of Christ. Today in the second reading, St. Paul tells the Ephesians the same thing he would tell us, that God wants to give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation, resulting in knowledge of him. He wants our hearts to be opened and to be enlightened, that we would know the call, that we would know his riches, that we would share in the inheritance of the Holy Ones. Christ does not ascend to heaven to rest. In fact, we might say that he's busier now than he was during his ministry on earth. Because now he has followers and from that privileged position of the throne of God, he works to guide us in our work because he trusts us, he loves us, he gives us the gift. And this next week, next week as we gather, we celebrate the Feast of Pentecost. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to help us Let us renew our understanding of the Eucharist as Christ feeding us.